0: Headquarters of Ramsey Solutions This is the Ramsey Show Where we help people build wealth Do work that they love And build great relationships I'm Ken Coleman, I'm joined by Jade Warshaw, the phone number Is 888-825-5225 That's 888-825-5225 Jade's going to be Answering your money questions I'll join in on that And I'm here to answer any question related to work Are you in a job uh, that you want to get out of but you're afraid to uh, because you're in debt or you're in the baby steps, in a toxic environment, trying to figure out what to do, do I go back to school, anything work-related that allows you to make more money, uh, I will take those questions on and Jay jumps in on to those. So, uh, we always enjoy being together and, and I, can I tease that we have a little fun thing coming up later in the program. Let's go, Ken. Tell them. Just, just enough. Just, just enough, enough to keep them around. We
1: are going to talk about the true difference between store brands and generic brands with a taste test.
0: There it is, folks. Uh, you don't want to miss that. It's, it hits you right where you're at, your budget yeah. on groceries. So let's get it started. Again, the phone number is 888 We're going to stay right here in our backyard, Nashville, Tennessee, where Andrew is waiting. Andrew, how can we help?
2: Hey, Ken. Hey, Jade. It's a pleasure to speak to y'all today. You too. Uh, so it was a very basic question, uh, but it's kind of a loaded question. So do we owe our kids um, do we owe it to our kids to pay for their college no what is what is Ramsey's what is y'all's um, <laughs> viewpoint you know for that Cause I, so I just it, let me frame the question real quick not a long story uh, this last Monday me and my wife paid off our house which was phenomenal wow let's not um, pass,
0: whoa 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 let's not just roll past that way to go Andrew that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing
2: yeah I appreciate that yeah we're, we're grateful to God for that uh, but anyway, so we, so, you know, when you have debt, you, it's easy to focus where your money's supposed to go. But when you, all of a sudden you don't have debt, it uh, almost feels like you're floating. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm just want to make sure that I get, you know, I got my investments. I'm, I'm trying to get those in line, but I want to make sure I, I, you know, I'm later in life. I'm how old 47 are you? right now, mm-hmm. 47. And so I can't afford to make any mistakes. Um, For and sure. so I'm
0: just extremely cautious. To, and how many kids uh, do right
1: uh, two? Two. Uh, okay. I mean,
0: I jumped he, in right away and said, no, I want to point it out in case he missed it.
1: Yeah. I Look, I agree with I'll that. I right. just want to roll it back just a little bit and kind of explain that for people who are listening, not just you, um, Andrew. So obviously there for is sure. the baby step five, right? Comes right after baby step four, which you're, you're putting away 15%. And then simultaneously, you're putting away 15%. While you do that, you have the ability to fund a five twenty nine or whatever, you know, kids' college account and at the same time you have the ability to put extra on your mortgage. So four, five, and six you do simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you notice when it comes to the baby steps, baby step five is almost one of the ones we talk the least about. It has the least um amount of um uh, guidance around it. You know, everything else is a very specific amount. It's a very specific thing. And with baby step five, we don't ever say, and when you do your kid's college, you have to do this amount, right? Because it really right. is, and Ken can go into this in a minute, it really does depend on this, this child. It depends on their yeah. uh, what profession they're pursuing. And you as a parent, I think that the bigger conversation is, is it a responsibility to pay for college? Is it a responsibility to pay for further knowledge? Like whatever that is. And then within that, you can say, okay, what would I like to do? Because as a parent... I think that it is a privilege to be, if you are able to, to fund some bit of their further knowledge, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, whether it's trades, whether it's education, whether it's certificates, college, traditional, whatever that is. I do think as a parent, it is, I I will not say responsibility, but I will say it's something that we get the privilege to do if we can. And that does not mean 100%. It does not mean 50%. You get to decide that as the parent.
0: Yeah, Ken? I, I okay. think the way yeah. you worded it. If I and I, correct me if I'm wrong, the reason I said no immediately is I think you said, "Do we owe them?" And there you go. And so, when if did I get that right, Andrew? Yes, sir. I, I did say it that way. I I don't know if I really
2: meant it that way, but you may not because y- y- you know the overall social norm is like you're a parent, so it, the feeling a lot is that yeah. you you have to pay for the college, right? So I let me tell you why I you said know,
0: I, no. Let me tell you why I said no. Mm-hmm. Because it's just as good for you as it is for someone else. So you don't owe them. It's not your responsibility. You are responsible to your kids to provide them safety, to provide them food. Uh, you know, to provide them a litany of things that we all we don't have to go through the list. Sure. Um, but yeah. you know, I'm thinking of the single mom in a low income area.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I would never say to you that it's your responsibility to pay for your kid's school because I wouldn't say it to her Mm. because that's an unfair burden to put on her in the first place. You know, people, we've got to be honest here. You know, people are in low-income situations for a variety of reasons, many times not of their choosing. But I can't Mm -hmm. tell you how many heroes there are in the form of single moms who are in poverty situations and just scraped everything together just to be able to food and clothe their children. Right. I am not about to say to her that she has the added responsibility to pay for higher education. That is absolute burdened mm-hmm. and it is it, it now it's putting on this 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 unbelievable guilt if I don't provide that. So, I know you didn't mean it, oh, but you said, "Oh," and I think that's coming from the feeling that you have and if you're not in a financial position to where you can do it, you should not then feel guilty to try to figure a way around it. They can work to pay for their own school. Uh, Let me also say this, because Jade set me up, and I just want to point this out. Part of what's going on with this feeling you have is that most American parents, most, believe that their kids should go to college, because that's been the cultural message. Mm -hmm. You're not a good parent, Jade, if you don't send Junior and Susie to school. So let me just point this out. At some point, we've got to be intellectually honest with ourselves and say, what does my kid actually want to do with their life if I get out of their hair and I don't put all this pressure on them? And we step away Mm -hmm. from the cultural pressure, and I would say, if we figure out what they want to do, I think that is your responsibility. I think you have a responsibility to help your kid figure out their direction. Help is the key word, not decide. And then I would tell you that if college isn't the only way or the best way, otherwise... There's another way that's a whole lot less affordable and a lot less time consuming. So I would tell you, my friend, uh, you need to do what's right for you and your wife and your financial future. They got more time conceivably than you do, and so I want you to be set free from that burden because that's what it feels like on you.
1: And let me add a two cents on there, Andrew, because what Ken said is absolutely right. You don't owe, you know, you don't owe that. Like it's my it's my responsibility to pay for their school, but it is your responsibility to set clear expectations absolutely and let them know hey if you're pursuing whatever your form of further knowledge is here's what we will and will not do have those conversations so they know going in hey if you decide to go to trade school here's what we will do here's what we won't do tell them ahead of time so it doesn't get down to the wire and it's like well wait a second i thought you were supposed to you know fund four years at columbia you know don't don't let them get that far down the line
0: and by the way for for andrew hang on a line i'm going to give you uh the student assessment, the Get Clear assessment, the student version. And for any parent out there, you can help your teenager figure out their future. It's called the Get Clear Student Assessment,
4: RamseySolutions.com. We'll be right back. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better. While remaining in amazing value, their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit SimplySafeDirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. SimplySafeDirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm
0: joined this hour by my colleague jade warshaw and, and Friendkin. i know i need to you, you really you don't like the colleague
1: i mean you want so everybody to know more. that we're
0: friends <laughs> okay my you know what though when people say my dear friend sometimes i always go
1: are we my good buddy my acquaintance we're beyond acquaintance
0: oh no no we're actually friends Yeah, we're but friends. i'm saying when you see that like in public public figures go yeah. my dear friends like, my good friend i'm not sure that you're dear friends yeah we're good you buddies. just want people to know that you know them yeah, But in this case, Jade and I are friends, and so we are thrilled to be with you. 888 825 is the phone number to jump in. The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly is the place to find reliable help for your home and trusted locally owned businesses like Glass Doctor, Precision Garage Door Service, and Mr. Handyman. Visit neighborly.com today to find home experts available to serve you.
1: Yeah, today's question comes from Philip in Kentucky. He says, I'm a student at University of Kentucky studying to earn my bachelor's of science in electrical engineering. Very cool. My question for you is, as a full-time college student, what are some ways I can earn money to support myself? I doubt I will be able to fit a job into my schedule, and scholarships have paid almost everything. I'm not looking for a quick fix, but rather a learning opportunity. I'm very conservative money-wise and only spend money where I need to, and I save the rest. If you have any tips or advice, I would greatly appreciate it.
0: Well, you came to the right place, Philip. I love what you said, and I'll point out that what you said is why I'm giving you this answer. You're not looking for money. Um, You want a learning opportunity. So if I were you, I'd be using the proximity principle. That's why I wrote that book. You want to be around people who are doing what you want to do. And so I would be looking for uh, any type of work you can do for somebody in that space of Mm -hmm. electrical engineering. So you know what that space is far better than I, but I'd be working for an electrical engineer, even if it's five hours a week, Mm -hmm. 10 hours a week. uh, Even if they wouldn't even pay, but you're like, I just want to hang around and learn from you. Because money's not the object here. Yeah. Uh, I want you full on proximity principle, which says in order to do what I want to do, I got to be around people that are doing it and in places where it is happening. That's where opportunity knocks on the door. The fact that you're getting an, uh, a major in that, uh, I would absolutely be working as much as I could shadowing mm-hmm. if there's no money. Uh, and my friend, you watch opportunities open up for you. So I love the question, Jade. Yeah, very mature question. Very, very good. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's good. There it is. Let's go now to the phones. Omaha, Nebraska is where Ellen joins us. Ellen, how can we help?
5: Hi, guys. I'm so excited that I got through. Thank you for taking my call.
0: You bet. What's going on today?
5: I kind of have a twofold question. Um, so one is career and one is what to do um, with the debt I have on my vehicle. Luckily, that's the only debt that I have. Great. Um and that's twenty thousand dollars is what I owe still on my car, but that's with interest. I'm not sure what it is without interest, but I definitely feel like I need to call and find that out. Which is something I learned from the show. That's right.
1: Monthly um, <laughs> payments. Um,
5: my payment is four fifty-five a month.
0: Okay. What's the car worth? You know.
5: Um. It's it's still worth about what I paid for it. I think, which is thirty-five.
0: Jade.
1: So you're saying that. You owe twenty thousand, but if you sold it, you'd get thirty-five.
5: I I think I could if I if I sold it on my own, like without treating it in for something else.
0: Yeah, that's but, the only way you're going to get that value if you sell it yeah. yourself, which is what I'm recommending.
1: I just want I, I, it's rare that we get to where you're making that much money. I just want to make sure those numbers are right. You owe twenty, and it's worth thirty-five. Yes. I when I, bought not it, the, I not put not the opposite down.
0: She put money Correct. down on
1: it. Sweet. Yes. Okay, great. Um, well I wanna know about your in I, I got so excited because usually folks are upside down. So it rarely it rarely goes in the direction where you can make fifteen grand. So that's excellent. Um I wanna know more about your income. This is your only car, it's your only vehicle. Uh what's your income? Yes. Well,
5: when I bought the vehicle at the time, I'm the poster child of why you don't get yourself into debt with a vehicle based on your income mm-hmm. um so at the time when I bought this I was projected to be making about 75,000 per year and then that full-time position that I was in kind of got pulled out from under me so now I'm just doing my side hustle which is um I'm in a partnership with an Airbnb management company so mm-hmm. which is great part-time money like side hustle money but it is not great what is it money so um I'm making about thirteen to fifteen hundred a month, okay, okay and 30. what were you
0: doing before? What was the full time job that got pulled out from underneath of you?
5: It was still within the Airbnbs, but it was um it was we we're kind of running like a mini hotel at the time, so I was making probably six to seven thousand a month and then wow, that that's building a big, got pulled out from, uh-huh. yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're making you're making six and a half thousand dollars a month, and now you're making on a good month fifteen hundred a month. Um, When when is this going to change? Like, when are you going to get back into a full time job? If you had to project today, like Jade, I'm going to be working by this time next month. I'll be working again. Like, what's what do you project that to be?
5: That's the other hard thing. I've been looking for about four months. Is when this happened. I've been looking and I've put in probably 60 to 70 applications um, but I'm looking for a job that will sustain me and my kids So I'm a single mom and right now luckily I'm able to live with my parents okay I was gonna Um, say how
1: have you been living for these months okay so you're with the parents so really you're only the only thing you've been paying for is the car and I'm guessing food no other no because there's no other debt right
5: Yep. And then um my son is in private school, but he also has scholarships for that. So yeah. that's like All right, So
0: we yeah. we got about minutes minutes left and I want want to get to your your work So so on mm-hmm. the car, Let's wrap that up. I think I know what Jay's gonna tell you. Jay? Yeah,
1: I mean it's been a long time. You've been working looking for a job. You can't continue like this. I would sell that car because for you to pocket fifteen thousand dollars right now would be huge. Massive. Then you can take some of that money, you know, five or six thousand and buy a car in cash, something that's gonna be reliable for you. Maybe it's eight thousand dollars. Either way, I want you to come out of this with a decent amount of cash to your name. Um, do you have any other money saved?
5: I did. So I was really working my baby steps and I had $3,000 saved and that has been gone now, which I'm grateful that I had it Yeah, that was what's been sustaining me.
1: So Okay, so yes, selling the car, putting aside a little bit to buy a a reliable car in cash, putting the rest in the HYSA, high yield savings account. Try not to touch it, okay? And then Ken's going to help you with the career stuff because we can't keep operating like this. At the very least, you've got to get something that's full-time, even if it's not the dream job, because you got to get money coming in or else you're yeah. going to blow through that money that you just got on the car in two seconds.
0: Yeah. What have you been thinking about? Because I know you've been applying, but but we can't just apply. We've got to be connecting with people who who yes. know about open jobs that can put a good word in from you. That's the first piece of advice. But in the limited time I've got with you, what are you thinking about? What 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 What, what is that forward thinking, the type of work you want to do?
5: Um, the stuff that I've been looking for is like administrative bookkeeping type of stuff. Um, and I just, I've been networking. It's just not, yeah. <laughs> the doors are closing and closing and That's closing. okay.
0: Listen, I know that's discouraging, but that's what you want to do. Something more clerical, something with numbers, administrative work. That's your jam. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So you can't you can't quit on this. You have to keep talking and connecting. But to Jade's point, uh, she's spot on. Right now, I'm okay with you go getting uh, a 40 hour job that's paying you 20 bucks an hour, even if it's a big box store. Because it's going to give you some momentum. It's going to give you more stability. We wipe out the debt. I'd like to see you buy a seven to $10,000 car max. And the rest of that's in savings. I'd stay with mom and dad. I think that's a blessing right now. I'd stay there until you get on your feet. But part of you getting on your feet is just bringing in more steady mm-hmm. income 40 hours a week. And then we keep the networking. We keep connecting and then we eventually step into that job that you're really looking for so in this in this zone right now where you're like i keep getting rejected um, you keep going but let's go get something that's just sitting there right now in omaha nebraska that Mm -hmm. needs somebody like you who can come in and do a good job let's get 40 hours and and move through the baby steps but i'd sell that car today get it done buy another car and you're gonna be fine single mama uh you're a mama bear and nobody's gonna stop you so we're rooting for you so hang in there Uh, Hang on the line. Let's give her uh, the assessment, the Get Clear Career Assessment, along with the book From Paycheck to Purpose. It's going to walk with you through this process. Thank you so much, Ellen, for the call. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back, America. You are joining the conversation about your life here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, Jade Warshaw. With me as well, the phone number for you is free. It's 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Jade will take your money questions. I'll take your work-related questions. They all have a way of working together anyway. And uh, we're here for you. This is a safe place. You're not going to get chewed out. And uh, Well. yeah. Well. you think you might choose somebody out look a little I, I'm bit i'm
1: feeling froggy okay. let's see
0: all right we'll see i'll speak for myself <laughs> uh maybe some tough love but mostly love um because we want to help you win triple eight eight two five five two two five brandon is now on the line in atlanta georgia brandon how can we help
6: hey uh how you guys doing today
0: we're having a blast what's going on
6: all right so uh financial peace to my fiance last year um able to work through that over the last year um with really our only debt being the truck i had purchased last year uh, we got that paid off last month and we're getting married next month and that is all being cash flowed sweet so no debt whatsoever she's had no student loan debt um so we are completely debt free there uh Now, moving on to we're looking to purchase a house next year once the lease on our apartment ends, and we're starting the process of uh, saving up for that down payment. Now, my question would be, do we approach this like it's baby step two where we pause any uh, investing for retirement and throw it all at a down payment, or can we do both?
1: That's a good question. Um, When it comes to that, uh, what you're talking about is baby step three and baby step three B in investing. Do you already have three to six months saved? I do. Okay. So baby step three is done. So now it's a question between baby step three B and baby step four investing the 15%. And when it comes to that, you can do them both at the same time if you want, or if it's going to take you... um, if saving for the down payment was going to take you any longer than like two or three years, I'd be like, no, do not wait. Like start investing at the same time. Cause I wouldn't want you to lose that time. Like if it was going to be like a three or four year process, um, in your case, if you did not move to baby step four, how long would it take you to save for the down payment? Be ready for earnest money, closing costs, all that stuff. How long would it take? Uh, I anticipate seven to nine months. Okay. Then if I were you and you guys are ready to go after it, I would do Baby Step 3B, do the home, and then move on to Baby Step 4 so you can just focus on one thing at a time. Ken?
0: I don't disagree. Any questions to that at all? Uh, No, I don't believe so. I I just thought about
6: going ahead and funding a Roth um, and then pursuing the down payment.
1: I mean, um, you can. There's nothing wrong. If you're like, hey, I'm so excited mm-hmm. to invest. I can't wait. Then, yeah, do both at the same time. But at the end of the day, it's really up to how quickly you and your fiance want to accomplish mm-hmm. this home purchase. And I always say, Ken, because we, we always talk about the down payment, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to get up to 20 percent if you can, no less than 5 percent. But there's a lot of cost that goes into purchasing a home beyond the down payment. No question. I mean, I didn't, I'm, I'm just being honest. I didn't know the first time Sam and I bought a house, I'm so glad that we had mm-hmm. some extra money laying around because I was like, oh. Oh yeah. You you find the house you like, you put the offer in. You ha- sometimes you have to put earnest money down mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that can be, you know, 1 to 3% and then if there's closing costs that are not baked into your, you know, loan, it's like you have to pay those and it's like, "Oh, wait a second, another $10,000?" Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know. So I would ex- I would always advise people. I always say come in with a stacked deck. That's your down payment D, earnest money E and closing cost yeah. c make sure you know that going in what it is yeah. so you don't get caught you know what i'm saying
0: and and Brandon i i think jade's absolutely right and i would throw one other thing on top of that and that is i'd have some i'd have some uh, oh i'm a homeowner cash set aside because yes. i've got a, i've got a real story for you jade let's hear uh, it the house that we're in now you get you and sam were over mm-hmm. uh, that front room of ours the the, the library room well you know, we wanted to turn that from a dining room into a, into a library, and we just bought this house, uh-huh. and, and so we did all the things you're talking about. So you get in. Yes. Good inspection. Yes. No problems on the inspection. Which that costs too, mm-hmm. five, seven hundred bucks. It does. So we get in, and we go, all right, we're going to put some shelves. Nothing extravagant, just some shelves. So what we had to do is we had to pull the chair rail off. Yeah. And in doing so, we, we noticed the drywall, Mm-mm. and it was a little squishy. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Long story, extremely short. Who knows how many years there had been, uh, there wasn't proper flashing on the outside of the brick wall, on the outside, and and when it had a strong rain. Yeah. And there was mold in there and everything. So we ended up having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Just by trying to hang a shelf. Just by a basic, let's put some custom bookshelves in there. So all that to say, we had the cash.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: and and but it cost way more than we planned. That's right. And we had to do some real maneuvering, uh, and we had to delay some of it. Once we got the we got the mold out and it, yeah. we fixed the the water, so it was no longer an issue. Uh, so just to point out, when you buy that first house, you never know what's going to happen. That's and so, right. Brandon, it's not in any way to discourage you, but I would tell you, uh, if you can wait, wait. I'd like every couple to just wait just a little bit longer, so you're not cash poor when you actually move in the house
1: yeah because when you say wait you're saying stack up as much stack. money as you possibly can yeah don't just think yes. down payment
0: to your point but i'm also going i want to have you know how we tell people to pause the baby steps uh-huh. maybe t- for the baby coming yes you don't know what's gonna happen. i'd say the same thing for the house I- i'd say let's let's have some cash so you move in this new house if something has to be fixed i'm not talking about reno the bathroom the way yeah. you wanted it and
1: you're not saying so you're saying so Make it to where you're not having to dip into your emergency fund simply because you just got like, it's not an emergency that you need a U-Haul truck, right? It's not an emergency that you need to get the home inspected yeah. it's not an emergency that yeah. you need to, you know all these I things just would have
0: some extra cash for those first three or four months because that's when you discover stuff and of course it can happen at any time oh yeah but i just most people don't think that they go okay i can get the down payment get this and now i'm in can i tell you you told a story when we first our second house
1: that we got we moved in and we did a reno on the kitchen before we even moved in because the kitchen was crazy and uh got in we were in there like two nights and our bedroom was upstairs. We were like upstairs for the night, like ready to go to bed. Right. And light lights off. At one point, Sam's like, I need to do like, what is that sound? And we heard something. We didn't know what it was. We go downstairs. The un, The valve underneath the kitchen sink had like busted. Water was pouring in. Oh, my God. Pouring. Thank
0: God for his ears.
1: I mean, we would have been asleep. I don't oh, even yeah. know how we heard it.
0: I wouldn't have heard it. It
1: was flooding so oh, quickly. Oh, man. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, it was enough to where like we had to stop everything. Oh, we had to yeah. call the air, air serve pro, you know what I'm talking about, to come and make sure everything was dry. Do you understand if we had gone to sleep and oh, not heard that? We would have woken whole, up.
0: Yeah. <gasps> did, did he did he go turn the water off outside? Oh yeah. We had yeah. to turn it off outside. By Ooh. the way, that's one of the most valuable things, new homeowners, that my father-in-law taught me. Find out where your master water shutoff yes. is before you ever get the keys of the new house. Go, oh, where's the Where is uh, it? Because that, that's a lifesaver if you know where that baby is. Yeah,
1: he he had to go turn Ooh. it off. And let me just say, water and
0: home are two those are two words you never want going together. It, uh, how bad? You you still you got a little trauma? It, when that you was recount trauma. That story. Because I'm like, if oh, we had worst. not.
1: What if we had already fallen asleep? We would have woken up to a pool downstairs.
0: Yeah, You'd have to replace everything, everything. downstairs.
1: Everything. Woo. Oh, God is good.
0: Yes. <laughs> You've been there, done that. I'm not going to go to one more story, but uh, it is important that when you get into a home that you, because so many people want to rush into a home and yeah. you end up being house poor
1: oh it's terrible you
0: can't actually afford to live in the house
1: and that filters into everything ken when you're house poor it filters into how you work and how you show up at work oh because you're realizing in that moment it's like the only reason that i'm working is to pay this bill and i'm not even there a lot because i'm at work 40 60 hours a week true
0: you know this is a home should be a place of peace yeah um, and if it, your home was a place of stress just because of the finances I'm telling you that dream turns into a nightmare quickly so hey here's here's what we're saying having we, we've been there done that your older cousins here mm-hmm. talking to you don't rush into a house be able to afford the house and, and what comes with it it's going to be a whole lot better situation but if you didn't and you're in some trouble Jade and I are here to help we can help you get out of it it's okay we've all dug out of stupid before you're not the first. You won't be the last. Don't move. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my friend, Jade Warshaw, and we're here for you, 888 825 Hey, if you're new to the show, and we know a lot of you are, it's so exciting, Jade, when we sit in these meetings, and give us updates, yeah. and then we're getting a lot of calls. I mean, we were on just a couple days ago. Hey, I just started listening two weeks ago. So a lot of brand new listeners and mm-hmm. viewers. And we want to say, number one, welcome. Number two, we know there's some lingo around all this money stuff. And so when you start thinking about the process and you maybe you're new and you're picking up on some of these phrases and baby steps and what does that mean? We, the team has done a great job. We've got a get started assessment. It's just a couple of minutes at RamseySolutions.com. It's under the get started button. And with just a couple of questions about your financial situation, uh, we'll be able to get you caught up as to where you are in the journey. And now you feel like, okay, I get it. I see where I am and where I'm headed. So check that out, the Get Started button at RamseySolutions.com. Dalma is up in Orlando, Florida. Dalma, how can we help?
3: Hi. Um, so uh, my husband and I recently moved from Illinois to Florida to help my parents. We pay half of their expenses They're elderly um, in the move, I sold my house and um, saved about 45000 and put in a CD in the event we decide to purchase a, a home, um, but the only thing I have left to pay for debt is my student loans, and I was wondering if I should just use the money that I have in the CD and some savings that I have. Um, accumulated since moving here to throw it at the student loan and, and take care of that first Mm -hmm. before moving like even thinking about moving into a new house or buying a new house or, or what?
1: Yeah. How much is the student loan for?
3: It's about uh, 78,000. So 78, 77 something, but we'll round it up to 78.
1: Okay. And so you've got the 45,000 in a CD. And then I think you mentioned you had some other money saved as well.
3: Yeah, I have about a thousand dollars saved in a flexible savings account, like a high interest okay. savings
1: account. So a thousand dollars there. Anything else?
3: Um, no, I do have like a five twenty nine plan that for my daughter's yeah. college and we won't touch and that then I do have a, a Roth IRA okay and, and we won't
1: touch that yeah. either so we wouldn't touch the college mm-hmm. fund or the retirement and just mm-hmm. just for clarity did I hear you say we moved is that you is, is you and your husband just in my yeah my husband and I okay your husband, husband and you and um okay sorry I'm digging deep on this I'm digging a little bit deep Dalma um you said your student loan, and I've heard you say like my I've got this saved. I just want to be clear: uh, Does your husband have any debt, or is it just your yours? Uh,
3: no, actually, I paid off all of his debt that um he had. He had. We just we just got married last year, okay. So, in, so part of the proceeds from the sale of the house, I used to eliminate his debt and okay. also a car loan and so the the leftover money um after like the expense of moving i put in cd because i didn't want to touch that i see
1: okay so to answer your first question yeah i would i would clear out all debt before buying a house so i would um use i would keep the thousand dollars that you have i'd keep that set aside but effectively you're in what we call baby step two which is when you're paying off all of your debt except your mortgage and so you keep the $1,000 saved as a starter emergency fund. And then in your case, you would clear out that $45,000, put it towards a student loan debt. And then with your income and your husband's income, I want you both working together to clear the rest of the student loan debt that's going to remain the other 30000 or whatever. Does that make sense? And you're doing that as quickly yeah. as possible. Then you're both working together to save up your down payment somewhere between 5 and 20%. Does that work for you?
3: yeah it's it's a bit scary but yeah <laughs> well mean, yeah. Let, yeah and but, let's talk about yeah. that it
1: it is scary you've got this forty five thousand set aside you know it was probably a little bit easier when you were putting money towards your husband's portion of the debt because you knew you had this nest egg you know forty five thousand that's you know that's a little bag to keep to the side and now the idea of dropping that down to a thousand dollars feels shaky right
3: mm-hmm
1: and it should, yeah. you know, there's validity there. It should feel like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. But the hope is that you're going to use that as fuel to move quickly, right? You're quickly paying off this debt. And then the next part of this dolma is you've got to save up three to six months of expenses because okay. I don't want you to go into home ownership with no savings. That's going to be, I mean, Ken and I were talking about it earlier. That's going to, that's a recipe for disaster. So you do have a little bit of a journey in front of you, but it's a good journey because it's going to set you up on the right footing so that when you purchase this home, you're going to be like, (sighs) deep breath yeah it's going to feel great
3: so what i hear you what i hear you saying is to throw all the money that that i have saved in cd and the savings into the student loans pay that off once Mm -hmm. i that paid off then i work on the three to six month expenses after that then i work on saving for a down payment that's right that's right just make sure
1: you keep just make sure you keep a thousand dollars set aside because i want you to have some you know, little cushion money in case you have an extra month, uh, you know, an, an emergency. I want you to have a little money there. So keep that thousand that you had saved. And then everything up. It el- everything else goes to that debt. Got it. You got yeah, it. Okay. You got it. Yes, Doma. Thank and she's really going to do it.
0: She, You know, she is. She's going to do I we it. We hear some people and you go, they're not going to do it. We just told them to do no, it. No, she's so Doma's going to do it. She's I like, I
1: it. get it. Give me the game <laughs> well, plan and I'm running.
3: Yeah, because you always have conflicting information about student loan debt. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're never going to pay that off. Why would you ever throw extra money at that? You yeah, know, that, was, that, that And um, that's where I was just like, do I do it or not? But yeah, I don't want do. it anymore. It's good forever.
1: <laughs> yes, Doma. Those That's other, it. Look, the folks telling you don't pay yeah. it. You know, yeah. you'll never be able to... Get, those are people who have lack of confidence in what they can do. Yeah, and they're projecting right. that onto the masses. I'm like, no, y'all, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Y'all y'all <laughs> keep that over there. As shake for and me bang. and mine, we shake can do bang. this. I love shake it.
0: Shake it. You knew I was going there. <laughs> I'm All glad right. you did. Uh, she's on a roll. I think you can help Austin in about two and a half Let's minutes. Let's go. Let's go, Austin. Jade is standing by. What can we do for you?
7: Hello? Hello. You're, you're live, yeah. Austin. Hey, okay. yeah. What's awesome. up? Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, uh, love it. Me and my wife, we are in about 65000 in total debt. We got probably 12000 in student loans, uh, another ten in credit cards. But we also have two cars. And my car, is, we got about 8000 her car, we got twenty four thousand, but it's only worth twenty one now because she done so much driving last year for her previous job.
1: Is it a lease? And,
7: and no, we uh, we just thought we have it up to finance. Okay. And uh, so we uh, over the last probably year and a half, because we started the baby stuff uh, first off uh, January of last year, kind of like a New Year's resolution. And we have paid off probably close to $75,000 in debt. That's but great. We kind of wow. hit, a, we kinda hit one, a, a log jam. And okay. so we're trying to figure out the best ways to get that out of there. And,
1: What's the log jam? Uh, I'm going to move, uh, move you along a little bit so we can get to the end of the okay. call. But yeah, yeah. what do you think the log jam is? Because you were moving along good.
7: We're... we're not find extra money to pay off extra debt. Did you guys yes, change your got,
1: did you change your working situation? Did somebody switch jobs yes, or my wife
7: my wife switched jobs. She went from making probably close to 80 now she's down to 40. Well, there is there's your, there's your there's lock your jam, my yeah. friend. So, we, got, we need more yeah, revenue. Well, so, for, let, yeah, me, let is, me give you so teacher, yeah.
1: let me give you the quick answer okay. because here's what we know. When she was making 40,000 okay. more, you guys were moving right along. Now that that forty thousand is gone, you're not. So it's a it's an easy it's an easy equation, but it's a hard equation, right? We know where the problem is. Right. We know it's income. So right now, y'all have got to work to get that income back up as close to that forty thousand as possible, so you can move right along. And in the meantime, yeah, I'm looking at these cars. If you want to move faster, you could. If it's worth twenty one, you could take the three thousand dollar hit. Right. Go down to your local credit union and get that loan, and then put a few thousand dollars with it and buy a car in cash and you'd be out of the 24,000
0: yeah you can do this this is about doing whatever it takes to get more money in to get through this season thank you so much for the call all right that does it for this hour don't move more Ramsey show coming up Hey, folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.